It's time to go one-on-one with DP. Coming at you live from the Koppel Chevrolet GMC Studios, here is your host, Derek Pearson. Presented by Beatrice Bakery on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Welcome to one-on-one. The bridge between old school and and, and one-on-one is just the greatest Eurovision party. Oh, my God. That you could possibly imagine. It's fantastic. Like, I don't even know what, what... this thing is that we were watching, but I, so John Squire, stay tuned, sit there. We'll we'll get to you in a second. Look, I'm sorry, John. You're gonna have to wait. Uh, uh, brought to you by Beatrice Baker again. Four two four six four five six eight five. Start a hammer text on Honda League and Hotline. We're live. Uh, the streaming is good on Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, and now Twitter. The Twitter. Um, we'll play it and we'll go into the greater detail with with after like in the in the second segment, but. I don't even understand. Like, it's almost like they decided to have a show of music where the lyrics were made up right before the show. Why did nobody tell me that Europe had the best collection of musically talented individuals in the world? I did no idea. So we'll tell you what. Let's 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 get to John, and then we'll sure. Yeah, I because if we if we start on this, John is just his head's gonna explode. Look, I'm sorry. I like John's John's bad lead off for Eurovision. So. <laughs> no pressure, John, but you got to get on base. John, I'm just telling you, it, it is the weirdest, most nonsensical thing I've ever seen, and I don't know how to process it. So, uh, in the meanwhile, let's bring him in. Uh, Husker dad, former Husker himself, uh, dad of, of Abby Squire of the Big Ten champion Husker uh, softball team. Abby, Abby had had quite the weekend. Kind sir, how are you? Have your feet touched the ground yet? Feet have not touched the ground yet. Um, I'm kind of exhausted, to be honest. And um, I couldn't be more proud of this team, the players and the coaches and every, everybody else. It's just been incredible. John, we, this was forecasted. Right, like we identified this early on that something was different about this group and this team and and the way that the coaching staff was handling them. Um, even as the season started, we 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 sat and said, you know what, this is a special group, and we identified this in week one. Yeah, you guys, are, you're exactly right. I, you know, been we've all been around teams, you know, a lot our whole lives. You especially and. You know, when you have a group of kids and coaches that way prior to the season starting said, we want more. We just want more for this team and this program. And they were willing to sacrifice their time, energy. They are willing to have really tough conversations with each other, all out of love, you know, for each other. And then they were able to um, all check their egos. And uh, and what happened, what emerged was just a real love for each other. And I really think that is a – we don't talk about it enough in sports, but that is what has been the fuel for this team. What – that fuel thing, what needed to, to happen 
for this team to gel and become as connected and 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 as united as it as it did. You know, I I, I think a lot of it had to do with putting, um, you know, personal um, goals on the back burner and saying, look, we are about us and not me. I mean, their big motto for the year is I am me because of we. And that kind of emerged from the summer conversations from what I've heard. And um, then, you know, I think the season started in Iowa at that indoor tournament. And I, I do think that they knew they had a good team. They knew they'd done the work, but there was some fear of failure, like, of you know, it was put in so much work. We just don't want it to go south. And it, it took a while, I think, for them to get comfortable with each, you know, as a team. John, as 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 a parent, as former athlete, as a parent, and and you are connected to her journey. You know how much work was put in. You made sacrifices, time sacrifices, emotional sacrifices along the way. Is that common? Is that the common thread for all the parents um, on this of uh, players on this roster? It is on this team, and you know what? What's special about it is, I the, uh, the parents find as much joy in in any of the kids on the team having success as they do their own, and I think that selflessness. Um became a reality and I, and I do think the, the kids felt that also and there was no backbiting of the coaches decisions or how they do this or how they do that or this player should be playing and that one shouldn't be or any it, none of it none of it and um, you know I think there's just so much joy to be found when when that is that is the culture on the team and that, I don't know that that's been the case the last few years. So through turmoil and through friction, I always say that greatness requires friction. And people don't always understand that. But it, friction is required to remove some of the things that will impede your greatness. Right? And you have to go through things in order to appreciate the good things in place. It's absolutely necessary. So this team went through the early run. Uh, they had good success, but not great success early this season. And then let's go through. Is it first identifying that defense wins championships? Yeah, I think that, that was a big part of it. I also think this team has a special group of, of uh, upper-class um, leadership. Mm-hmm. And their connection with the coaches was was really great. And a lot of, I think a lot of difficult, I, I wasn't there, but I, I just assumed there were a lot of difficult conversations that had to be had for them to get to that place. And so it, I think that's where it started. Then, you know, those, you know, three of our captains are our pitchers. <laughs> And they've had a great year. DP, we won the tournament and scored eight runs. I know we've been a good offensive team. I mean, we saw some good pitchers. But we won the tournament scoring eight runs. Our pitcher's ERA was .6-something, 
0.06 something for the tournament. So it all start. It literally all started in the circle. And but um, I just think every kid on the team feels the uh, the support from all of their teammates, and I think they all just bring out the best in each other, and that includes the coaches. Like I think this team has uplifted the coaches. I think the coaches have gotten to the point where they they now are uplifting the team, and it just it's just awesome to watch. Did you find yourself this weekend? When did you start to believe that you know what the Huskers are going to win this whole thing? <clears throat> yeah, I I was nervous Friday because we hadn't played Penn, or Thursday, I'm sorry, we hadn't played Penn State before, and they have an excellent pitcher. But when we won that game, I really thought, we're going to win this whole deal. I really thought that. And I think they did, too. So when you when you talked to Abby, was she mirroring your emotions, or was she in a different place? Because you said you were nervous at first. Do you think that yeah. she was comfortable in it? Because she certainly played like she was like she had been there before. Yeah, I think this team is, is – they draw a lot of strength from each other. Like I said, I know I'm, I'm wearing that out, but I I think they understand, like, hey, it's not just me. All I have to do is do anything I can to help win the game. And it does. It really takes the pressure off. And it doesn't have to be – you have to be a superstar. I honestly – I left Abby alone. I stayed pretty much away from her. I didn't talk to her much this weekend. That's just kind of how she is. Um. But I can say, you know, going back to previous conversations we've had over the last, I don't know, month or so, however long we've been doing this, Abby is a benefactor of being part of the team, but she's also benefited from being a multi-sport athlete. Mm-hmm. She's been in several state champion track meets. She's been in two state champion or one state championship basketball game. She played in two state championship high school softball championship games and i don't think she's uncomfortable in those big situations i really don't that's (laughs) that's kind of the playbook for success at the collegiate level is finding people who have figured out ways to have success no matter what space they're in and also having people buy into the idea that team is best team is first we over me I'll ask this because that roster is deep. I mean, talk about pitching. You've got five pitchers who could be the first person in the circle for you on any given day. You've got um, six players on the bench who, quite frankly, could be starting for most teams in the Big Ten. So how did they message that into everybody play your role, we'll, be, we'll all be better for it? Yeah, that, that was a huge part of it. I, I, and these girls are competitive. All 17 of them want to be out there playing. And I, I think a lot of our success is due to those girls accepting their roles and, 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 and playing them the best they can. Whether your role is to, you know, make sure all the equipment is set up or it's not, maybe not on the field role, they were awesome. We have some awesome kids that didn't play a lot that really is the reason why we are where we are. John, did you – we're talking to John Squire, and again, Husker himself, uh, Husker dad, dad of uh, Abby Squire from the Big Ten champion uh, Husker softball team. Um, 
for you, did you hang out and watch other games? We, you know, believe it or not, it was hot. And uh, there was no, it wasn't temperature hot, but it was in the mid-80s to upper 80s. There was no breeze. There was sun beating. There was no shade in the stands. So, honestly, we watched a lot of the other games from from TV, from our hotels or in the lobby of the hotel. So, um, that was that was pretty fun. That, that was a lot of fun, actually. Take, take us through the eighth inning and the rally. Yep. You know, um, it wasn't the first time we'd been in that situation. We've been behind before. We've been tied before. We've won a lot of close games. And, you know, I, I just felt like we had figured out um, their pitcher a little bit. We'd had some good at-bats. We'd, we'd hit some hard balls that maybe hadn't gotten down for hits. But I really felt like if we could get a leadoff runner on, that we were, it was, it was going to happen. And that's exactly what happened. I, the thing that was huge is after we went up 2-1, to one, then Sidney Gray had a clutch hit, and then we went up three one, mm-hmm. and that just felt different. It just felt like, yeah, we, we got this. Take us through the final out where you get to 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 see this this thing come to fruition. Yeah. All right. So, you know, once we got the first two, the first batter hit a line. She had a good at bat and hit a line drive right at Maya Felder at first, mm-hmm. and she caught it. So it's like, whew, getting that first out in an inning is always huge because Michigan, they do play small ball. They've got some speed, and they, they do bunt. So that was kind of in their wheelhouse had they gotten that first runner on base. Once we got that out, I felt like um, we were our pitcher, were, uh, was, we were in total control, and I knew that we weren't going to walk or hit anybody. So I, I felt like, yeah, once we got that first out, I, I kind of knew it was going to happen. You know, Sid, then Sid picked up that ground ball at third, and the rest is history. And, you know, it happened so fast. Like, that last inning really was quick. It was a quick inning. It was like, oh, my goodness, is this game is over. We just won it. <laughs> so it, I got a lot of joy. To be honest, I just got a lot of joy in watching the girls celebrate. A huge amount of joy watching the coaches just re- – I mean, you could just see going through their faces. Coach Ravel just didn't even know what to do with herself. And then the girls – I don't know if you saw the girls, after they celebrated with the trophy, they took it over to the coach, and they kind of had a special moment there. So I, it, it was just – it was incredible. As a dad, talk to me about Rhonda Rovell and what she what she is and what she's done as a coach um, for your daughter. You know, I love that lady. She, um, there's nobody, and I mean nobody, that bleeds Husker Red like she does. I mean, she created this program from nothing. She played here, and it's her life. I mean, it's it's the story of her life. And, um, you know, a couple years ago, things weren't going real well. And, and I just think it was just, I guess. So I, I was super happy for them. They, you know, 
they want they wanted this for their kids more than they want it for themselves. There's no doubt about it. They're willing to have hard conversation with girls. I know one of the things they say often to the kids is, hey, we can we can do hard things. This Husker team, as individuals, you can do hard things, ladies. And they do. And they support them through it. And um, they're high expectations. And they, you know, it's, they're just all about Husker. And they're not looking to go anywhere or take a better job or anything like that. These, all three of them, Coach Miller, the hitting coach, and Coach Sipple, the pitching coach, they are a staff and they do things together and there's no staff in, in the country that has more loyalty and love for their their team i'm telling you i'll i'll ask this because it's been a thing that's been whispered in the shadows but it's got to mean a lot for the for the young ladies to to see and hear the support that they are are, are now getting uh that they may or may not have gotten during the season valid points that now they are getting the support and, and the cheers and the accolades um, that they have deserved all season long. Yeah, I don't know how they'd answer that question if you ask them. I I honestly think most of the most of the kids on this team get the most joy in having success with each other because they are best friends. This is a group of seventeen girls that literally our best friends and love each other. And I think that's probably what made it most special, I think for them. But I, I do think that especially the sophomore class of kids, the sophomore group there were that came in as recruits together. Um, the team wasn't, was having some struggles and, but they, they said, they said it out loud and they said it to the coaches. We want more for this team. And, for, for themselves and for the coaching staff. And I think that group gave a real shot in the arm to the program. And I also think they made it so the leaders could lead. Sometimes you need, you know, we talk about leadership, 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 but we don't talk a lot about followership. Mm-hmm. And to be a great teammate, sometimes you got to follow the leaders. And, and uh, I just think there's just, they've got the right, chemistry on this team and it's it doesn't happen all the time as you know dp you've had a ton of teams it just what what is that magic thing that happens you know sometimes you don't really know what the what it is but they got it it's going to be an interesting week um as they as you head down to Stillwater. um when are you taking off and 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 getting there and getting settled in you know, I'm not sure about me because being a school person, <laughs> there it couldn't be worse timing for me <laughs> trying to get the end of the school year taken care of. So I'm not sure when I'm heading down there um, at all. The girls, I think, are going down. I think they may travel on Wednesday. Okay. Um, but I'm not totally sure. Well, once again, uh, if you would, kind sir, pat your daughter on the back for us. Uh, give a give a give a full clap, because that's what we were doing for them for what they've done for us. Uh, this community, this athletic program, needed Husker softball. They needed these young ladies to be exactly who they are, 
And we are thankful. We're grateful. We're appreciative. I appreciate you making time for us and sharing some of of of, of what you're going through. This has got to be an exceptional time. Um, congratulations uh, to to your your family, this squad, this program. Job well done all the way around. Thanks a lot, you guys. You you kind of led the pack in terms of. Um getting that message out you know hopefully this is just the beginning for the softball program uh, i hope we can um turn this baby into a machine like what the volleyball kids have going but that takes time and it but it does take attention and it does take a message from everybody to to make that happen so hopefully this is just the next step in in getting to that spot these young ladies they they have our eyes they have our attention and they have our hearts because People really care about this team. So, <laughs> job well, well done. Uh, I'll talk to you later this week, John. Thank you once again. Sounds great. You guys have a great day. Love you. Love you. That's John Squire, uh, dad of Abby Squire, Husker softball, the reigning Big Ten softball champions. Wow. Beast. Job well done. Uh, we'll toward the break. When we come back, we're going to giggle. We're going to laugh. Be prepared. Exactly. Download our app by searching 93.7 The Ticket in your app store. You're listening to One on One with DP on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Guys, do you want thicker, fuller hair? Do you desire lustrous, luscious locks that you can run your fingers through? Maybe a full head of hair makes you feel attractive. Perhaps a full head of hair boosts your confidence and self-esteem. Whatever your reasons, if you have started to experience hair loss, there is good news. Because there are effective, FDA-approved treatments that work. One is a prescription clinically proven to prevent further loss. The other is clinically proven to regrow your hair in two to four months. And both are available from Roman for just a dollar a day. Just complete a free online visit. Roman connects you to a U.S.-licensed healthcare professional who will work with you to find the best treatment plan. Then Roman sends everything you need right to your door with free shipping and indiscreet packaging. So, guys, are you Roman ready for a thicker, fuller head of hair? Go to ro.co slash fuller. Do it today and Roman will give you 20% off your first order. That's ro.co slash fuller.